check it out. Hi friends and welcome back to Souls at Sundown episode 29 it is today. Wow, we're really getting up there kids. Next episode is going to be 30. What the hell am I going to do when I turn 30? Ugh, wow. As you can tell, it's just me today. Just Meg. Back to the old Meg grind. Uh, my last episode was with my previous co-host and sister and best friend, Lindsay Hughes. Uh, she was in town visiting me, and yeah, so if you missed that episode, definitely go and check it out. It was a, a good one, in my opinion. Um, we just did some general catching up and just played a bunch of really good tunes. So I'm here to play more really good tunes today for you, and to start off this podcast, I would like to play... Um, a new song from Chance the Rapper called First World Problems. He premiered it on like a late night talk show and apparently wrote it with Daniel Caesar like the day before. And Daniel Caesar is uh, one of my new favorite artists of this year. And so to hear them collab together and to hear his voice in this song was just incredible for me. The lyrics are 10 out of 10, impeccable songs. So I wanted to play it first off for you guys today. Enjoy. sad when I look at the stars they so pretty you can't tell them apart you think they close but really we fought and really they ain't even that much closer to God it's much harder to sin naked I walked past apple trees and didn't take it thought about stone mattresses thin blankets really long winter spinning a windbreaker I'm a temptation door knocker down there on lower rocker I'm a Rich excuse for her father, you just can't to a toddler She turned it two, she don't need diapers, she just need a papa I really need a break, could really use a nap My daughter barely recognized me when I lose the hat You go so far, you hit a point where you can't Uber back The other day I told a hummingbirdie to relax I did my worst, I did the work, I had to skip the label I go to church, they wanna flick, I wanna flip the table I knew the worth before the birth when it was just a stable And now it's just a fable, and it's just as fatal First world problems, then make up have a dream and then never wake up When so much turns to too much Have a dream and then never wake up The day is on its way It couldn't wait no more Here it comes Here it comes Ready or not Ready or not The day is on its way It couldn't wait no more Here it comes Here it comes Ready or not Here it comes Cousins want their cousin back. The automatic quarterback that doesn't rap. They know I used to drive the Hammond for the Roman candles. Lied about coming back, the last straw that broke the camel. It ain't really fun to hang out with me no more. We can't go to River East to hang at the beach no more. It's messed up, I made it this way and my feet so sore. But it's all downhill from here. I could teach snowboards. I miss my mom. I miss my time. I miss my prime. In high school, I miss my prime. I ditched my date. I miss my beat. Kissed my teeth. Kicked my feet. Hooped and hollered. Now I just sit my teeth. Sit my ass. On my ass. Send my tweet. Fold my arm. 
arms, twist my weed. If I had heard the news, I would have known what he'd say, but the recliner on my chair is like an emergency break, you know? First world problems that make up. Have a dream and then never wake up. When so much turns to too much, have a dream and then never wake up. The day is on its way, couldn't wait no more. Here it comes, here it comes, ready or not, ready or not. The day is on its way, couldn't wait no more. Here it comes, ready or not, here it comes. Three verses, hell yes. I still ain't get my Grammys in the mail yet. I just want my mama happy like a toy sale and to stay connected to the world like a long ass voicemail. I hear the scene snapping and I'm the team captain. No more knee slapping or shoe shining or shoe signing till the dream happens. I'm just gonna keep rapping and y'all just keep clapping and keep happening like Flint got clean water and y'all don't got teen daughters and black friends and gay cousins. Y'all just don't say nothing. Know that the day coming. Knees bowed, tongues confessing. The last ones getting first dibs on blessings. Now these the first world problems that make up. Keep on playing, we gon' shake this up. Keep on telling us we making it up. The American dream, may you never wake up. The day is on its way, couldn't wait no more. Am I right? Like, just an incredible song. I know that was pretty long for the first the first song of this podcast, so I'm sorry if I lost some of you, but I hope not, because, oh my gosh, just an impeccable tune. I already said that before I played it, but now you know. Um, he says in there at one point, he goes, I still ain't get my Grammys in the mail yet. And then yesterday on Twitter, there was like, and then yesterday on Twitter, I saw this like moment shared of him opening his Grammys with his daughter and he was just like in tears hugging her and oh Chance the Rapper is such a gift I have loved that man since I saw him actually open up for um Mac Miller back in 2013 I'm pretty sure it was on the Space Migration tour which was the same tour that the internet played um with Mac Miller which was super cool I love both of those artists now Chance and the internet so shout out to Mac for introducing me to both of them back in the day and yeah I don't know I just feel like Chance has really evolved as an artist and just come so far and I like don't get me wrong acid rap is still my favorite shit from him it's incredible and oh wow so good but this new shit wow even better man just kidding I can't really compare them I think they're great in their own ways but I did see Chance actually in concert um earlier this month with Finley we went because Finley's fucking obsessed with um well not obsessed but it's just Chance is one of his favorite artists and um so I decided to like buy tickets for us and I literally bought those tickets like probably at the beginning of the year and I told Finley I was like if we're not still friends by you know the time this comes around I'll send you your ticket 
and um, I'll have mine and we can just go separately. And he just like laughed at me. And I just think it's so funny because we've just been best friends for the entire year. So of course we friggin' went together and it was a great time. And he performed First World Problems there. And um, it was just so cool to hear live too. So yeah, shout out to Chance, man. Um, But speaking of Finley, wanted to chat about this for a second as well, because um, Finn actually just released his music to the world. He has an EP out. If you guys want to listen to it, it's also on SoundCloud. If you're listening with me right now, you can go and check it the frig out. It's called Rehabilitation. His artist name is Huck Finn with one N. Just search it up, check it out. Um, He would really appreciate it. And I would really appreciate if you listen to it because it's kind of like a story of his childhood in a way, not childhood, but like his teen angsty years and um, how he kind of like came out to California and how he felt upon coming out here. And it's just kind of like all the songs were kind of written like between the the ages of like 16 and 20 ish. And he's 21 now. So he recorded all the tracks with his best friend Hayden Witt this year. And it was just so cool to like watch it all come to life. You know, like I didn't know him when he wrote the tracks. um, But once he moved out here and like, you know, I saw a guitar hanging on his wall. I was like, do you play music, man? And I think he really just got more into it this year. And then he finally just kind of got the drive from being out here to like record and release shit. So yeah, shout out to Finley. Shout out to Hayden Witt, who's playing guitar on so many of the tracks on the EP. He's so talented. He's in freaking Spain right now. Um, but he's just, he's great, man. I love him and I love Finn. And I want to play you guys a track from it just so you can get a little sampling. Um, this song is called College or California. And <laughs> I was with him when he was naming the tracks and when he said this one I was like hell yeah that is the best name you could have ever given this um because I literally did the exact same thing like do I go to college or do I just go to California you know and we both did that so this is kind of about how he came out here and you know how he feels about just living out here in general um and yeah I'll just get into more of it after this but I think it's so funny that I'm literally like talking for him right now but this is just my impression of the song okay yeah all right listen in folks smiling towards ya anyway or anything that the money say do anything long as I'm getting paid how the fuck did I how the fuck did I end up this way but I've been hungry not because I got no money I got plenty, I'm just so comfy Six thrifted blankets in my empty tummy People think it's funny finding feeling in the muddy Murky pools of study and self and love and loving The moment that is encompassed the peace for which I hunted Peaceful, I'm 100 when I'm blunted I think about everything I never wanted
ya every day Smile for the camera anyway Or anything that my cell phone say Anything to get a bit of praise How the fuck did I How the fuck did I end up this way? I've been stunning, not because I got a lot of nothing. There's always something, but that's just the thing. Smoking cigarettes and it's cold, I'm bluffing about my suffering. I've been muttering things like I've been pretty good. It's alright, I don't really give a fuck about nothing. Promise you'll never trust me. I can't even trust myself to stop lusting. Avoid police cuffings. Stop pissing off my mother. Stop falling back to substance. Not fuck up my own success. To clean up my goddamn mess. Not take the things that I love in this world for granted. Or stop the me when things are good that cannot fucking stand it. If I can't find contentment in a moment, masterpiece of a man am i right jesus like even if you don't partake in listening to that kind of like punk kind of music i think that everybody can appreciate just like the utter honesty in his words and shit and that's my favorite thing about the project is like it's just pure poetry it's him it's incredible and like I'm just so goddamn proud of him, you know? Like, wow, that's my motherfucking best friend. Like, he really did that, you know? Um, (laughs) And there's just so many lines in there that are so funny to me. Not funny, but, like, so ironic and so true because I've lived in California for about three and a half years now, and um, I moved out here when I was 17. Most of you who know me or listen to this podcast often or watch my YouTube videos, you know this. But, yeah, he says a, a line in there that's like, Like, there is no pain in Southern California every day, smile for the camera. And I just, I personally really relate to that because, like, you do kind of feel that way, especially in, you know, the industry, I guess, that I'm in. Keep a smile on, smile for the camera, (laughs) just keep going. And yeah, I feel like that's a lot of people's attitude out here, especially when they're in, like, the entertainment business, if they have to, like, you know, if they're on a set or some shit, you don't, you can't have a bad day. You just have to be like on every day. I don't even know how my friends who are actors and actresses do it, but now I'm just blabbering. I just really like that line. And um, there's also another line in there where he, when he's screaming and he's like, if I can't find contentment in a moment, I'm gonna lose 
my mind. And because I know him so well, like whenever he has some kind of a, an anxious moment or I see him like pacing around his apartment or something, I'll just say that to him and he'll just laugh at me. And I just, I think it's funny that that, that lyrics in there, um, just so angsty and he's just great. I'm not even making fun of him. I'm just being like, wow. Yep. That's it, man. So yeah, speaking of Finley, um, I know I've been going on about this for a hot-ass minute here, but um, (laughs) I basically filmed a pizza talk with him very recently, like within the past two weeks. We were in Big Bear. We went on like a little trip actually to film some music videos for um, this project that he just released. We shot two music videos that will be coming out pretty soon on his YouTube channel once I get to friggin' editing them. I'm not done with them yet, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. What I wanted to talk about is how I had him on a pizza talk. We gave you guys some advice just on general life stuff. And then we also covered and talked about how we feel about each other um, and like where we are in that because Finley and I have been pretty good friends since like last December and um, just been in like mildly murky waters. Well, we were at the beginning of the year, just trying to navigate like how to express our love to each other without stepping on any toes um, or ruffling any feathers of past lovers. And that's pretty much all I'm gonna say on that. Um, I get a lot of questions about just, you know, how, how I feel about my whole situation, how this came about with him. And how I feel is that I regret not telling um, the girl that he used to be with when it started, when I started having more romantic feelings for him. And that's just the truth of the matter. Um, I, I pretty much just handled it pretty shittily and just left her to like infer things and um, wasn't open and honest about the whole shit, which is just rude. <laughs> and I shouldn't have done that. And I love her dearly. And she she knows that, you know, I've reached out and I've apologized. And we're kind of working back to having a relationship again. Um, but yeah, other than that, I like, I can say fully now um, that I, I don't regret loving him. Um, how this came about is beyond my own, <laughs> my own kind of understanding. Like, how it happened and how we fell in love, but I know I know enough to know that I shouldn't ask questions or doubt it or anything, and I, I don't doubt it. I'm very, very secure in my love and my feelings for him, so that's pretty much just what I wanted to, like, say on the whole matter, and people, every time I do a live stream, people just ask me questions um, about his, like, previous lover and, like, where I am with her and stuff, and I just ask that you respect her privacy and, and my privacy and don't, like, drown her in questions, um, because she's obviously just trying to move past shit, man, like we all are, so yeah, we're just kind of continuing on with our lives and letting each other do our own thing and letting time kind of heal wounds and whatnot, but yeah, I just wanted to bring this up because one of the biggest lessons I learned this year is just to be fully open, honest, and transparent, um, just with the people that I love and care about. And yeah, definitely would not handle a situation so poorly again. And yeah, that's what I learned. And shit gets really hard when your entire life is basically online and people have questions and just that whole kind of thing. It's just, it's such a weird world. You know, people just want to know all of the answers and all of the all of the things. (laughs) 
So, I mean, I hope this kind of cleared shit up for some of you who have been wondering and care enough to listen to my podcast and let me expand on things. But yeah, like I said, I just hope that you guys respect her privacy on everything and just um, don't drown her in questions while she's just trying to heal, you know? It's just some stupid shit that she she shouldn't have to deal with because of me. So yeah, man. Um, But in regards to Finn and stuff, I basically, I mean, if you guys care, you can go and watch um, the pizza talk. But um, I get questions all the time being like, "Uh, is he your boyfriend? Film a boyfriend tag. Because, you know, people are so used to dating in the traditional sense um, of just being boyfriend and girlfriend. But um, we're not dating like that. Like we love and we care for each other. And when I describe him to people, I describe him as either my best friend or like my lover or something. We're just not boyfriend and girlfriend in that sense. And I don't really feel the only pressure I ever feel um, to like claim it as that is from society. Um, and like my parents and stuff, um, because they just don't understand and they've just, uh, they grew up in a different time. So they're like, what you love him, but you're not dating him, but you're not really seeing anybody else. Like, what does that mean? You know? And I realize that it is kind of a confusing line to walk for some people, but I mean, it only really matters to us, right? So yeah. But if you want more information or just want to watch our video together, um, you can go and find that on my YouTube channel. Just search up Megan Hughes and I'm sure you'll find it, folks. But I've been blabbering on for a while now. So now I'm going to play a song that I actually learned on ukulele recently, which is I Like Giants by Kimya Dawson. And it's incredible and I hope you enjoy Okay. I go for a drive, I like to pull off to the side of the road, turn out the lights, get out and look up at the sky. And I do this to remind me that I'm really, really tiny in the grand scheme of things. And sometimes this terrifies me. It's only really scary because it makes me feel serene in a way I never thought I'd be because I've never been so grounded and so humbled and so one with everything. I am grounded, I am humbled, I am one with everything. Rock and roll is fun, but if you ever hear someone say you are huge, look at the moon, look at the stars, look at the sun, look at the ocean and the desert and the mountains and the sky. Say I am just a speck of dust inside a giant's eye. I am just a speck of dust inside a giant's eye. When I saw Jean Vief, I really liked it when she said what she said about the giant and the lemmings on the cliff. She said I like giants, especially girl giants. Cause all girls feel too big sometimes Regardless of their size When I go for a drive I like to pull off to the side of the road And run and jump into the ocean in my clothes I'm smaller than a poppy seed inside a great big bowl And the ocean is a giant that can swallow me whole So I swim for all salvation and I swim to save my soul But my soul is just a whisper trapped inside a tornado So I flip to my back and I float and I sing I am grounded that she was dead and the lemmings on the cliff wish that they were dead so the giant told the lemmings why they ought to live instead when she thought of all the reasons that they ought to live instead it made her reconsider all the sad thoughts in her head so thank you jean because you take what is in your head you make things that are so beautiful and share them with your friends we all become important when we realize our goal should be to figure out our role within the context of the whole and yeah rock and roll is fun but if you ever hear someone say you are huge look at the moon look at the stars look at the sun look at the ocean and the desert and the mountains and the
the sky Say I am just a speck of dust inside a giant's eye I am just a speck of dust inside a giant's eye I am just a speck of dust inside a giant's eye And I don't wanna make her cry Just the cutest tune, am I right? Um, now, because I've been talking for, for a good while, I'm going to hit you guys with a nice back-to-back, okay? The next song I'm going to play is by um, The Drunkest Girl from an album called Of Human Bonding. You can find this shit on Bandcamp. It is so good. This song is called Dumb, and I have a story to tell after it plays. Okay. <laughs> favorite songs by her um finley actually grew up with that girl she's like a hometown friend of his and i don't know what her name is i want to say it's like katie or some shit but i could be definitely wrong but pretty much you guys only need to know her artist name it's the drunkest girl um i don't know if she's made more music since then this shit came out in like 2012 um but she really should keep making music finn said that when he saw her he like let her know that i love her tunes and we encouraged her to keep playing them and she was like okay, but I don't know, man. Uh, (laughs) But as for a quick story about that song, Finley and I took a road trip back in like April up the West Coast. And okay, I don't know if this is TMI to share, especially via my podcast. Um, And maybe this information might make you uncomfortable. But this song turned me on so much that I literally almost crashed the car. I was just like, I was driving and I just remember swerving and Finley getting really mad at me and being like, listen, you need to get a hold of yourself, okay? (laughs) Oh, wow. And then we pulled over. So, yeah. 
Um, if my mom's listening, I'm sorry. I'm also sorry for that siren that just polluted the audio. These are the cons of living downtown and living on like a small side street that just has bars and restaurants on it because delivery day is like every goddamn day. They just pull up and they just turn on their stupid backup horns that are like beep, beep, I'm backing up into the alleyway. And I'm like, listen, I get it. And quite frankly, I'm trying to record a podcast right now or I'm trying to film a video. It only ever happens while I'm recording, it seems like. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I don't know. Just in general though, this is kind of a, a different note. But if you follow me on Twitter, you've probably been seeing some some tweets from me <laughs> about just how I'm, I'm getting pretty over downtown. I mean, uh, I've lived here for over a year now. This is the first place that I've like re-signed a lease to live at, to live at a building for longer than a year in LA. Um, first I lived in West Hollywood, which was cool with my sister, but just got mad expensive. And then I lived in Koreatown, which was just shitty. Like I paid much less rent than I do now. And it reflected in like the way that, you know, the building was handled and built and all these things. I didn't have AC. It was just like a shitty place to live, honestly. Um, but I'm not, I'm not mad that I, I did live there because it definitely taught me a couple lessons about dealing with crazy landladies. And now I live in this place. Um, where I, I like the building. The only thing that I have a problem with with living downtown is the actual streets. A lot of people are being like, oh, it's getting better, you know, like gentrification, all these things are happening. And I'm like, dude, we just can't keep building stuff and expect for the homeless population to leave. Like this is their home, you know what I mean? I'm not even gonna complain about the homeless people because the homeless people are not the problem. It's the men who have homes, but choose to spend their days and their time loitering on the corners of streets looking for women to prey on. And I don't know if it's just Fifth Street. I've just been going there a lot more recently. I now know to like steer clear of Fifth Street. And if you ever come down to downtown LA, please just steer clear of that street in general. It's just shitty. Um, there's like just so much shit like on the sidewalk and just uh, people who just don't respect you at all and are just like screaming. And oh my God, it's just so much. And like, I know that these people are sick, you know, like they might be using drugs or they might just be fucked up in the head. I don't know what it is, but I've been selling stuff on Depop as of like this week. So um, shout out. I mean, if you guys want to go and check out my Depop, get some clothes and shit, you, you let me know. But the post office, I have to take Fifth Street to get there. And um, every day I've just been like walking through it. And I normally just take like alleyways or go my own damn way, you know, mind my own damn business. But because I've been in like the thick of it, I've just been exposed to so much fucking street pain this week. I'm not even trying to say this as a complaint. It's just a general observation. Like this is what so much of downtown is, is mistreatment of women on the streets. And um, right when I was recording this, I had to turn it off for a second because there was a man screaming at like, I don't know if it was his girlfriend or, or whoever, but he literally just like, 
threatened to hit her. They were fighting outside of my window, just screaming, like blood-curdling screams. She, like, pushed him. There's just so much violence. I walked by, like, a fucking fight with three men the other day who were just getting into, like, a, a tussle, and I just literally have to, like, mind my own damn business, put my headphones in, and walk around it, and, like, wait for the cops to fucking show up on their own time. Um, if it gets to that extent, I've seen like blood on fifth street. I've seen men's dicks when they're peeing in trash cans. It's just like, why, why am I continuing to live here? You know what I mean? So I switched my, um, monthly, you know, rent to month to month so that I just have to give like a 30 notice or a 30 day notice when I want to leave. But I'm really looking at like just moving out to the fucking country. And, um, if you guys listened to an episode that I did recently with Finley, it was like the second episode that he was on, on here. Um, probably episode like 2021 or some shit, if I'm remembering correctly. I don't really know, but it's on here. Basically in that we were just talking about how we both really, really love Oregon. I mean, we took that road trip up the West coast, um, back in April and we like visited Portland and spent a lot of time there. And, um, we're like in the redwoods and all these beautiful places. And it was just like, it feels so much more homey than like living in the thick of it in the city and being exposed to all of these things like catcalling and just general like mistreatment and um, pain. Like it, it, it generally hurts me to walk by people sometimes and like see the pain that they're going through, especially homeless people, especially when they don't want your help. It's like a really hard thing to like go up and offer them food and they just look at you and are like, just give me money. Like, I just want your money. And I'm just like, dude, I can't help you then, you know, like I'm not going to give you money to, you know, just keep buying drugs and continue this shit like I'll give you socks I'll give you a toothbrush I'll give you blankets pillows whatever the fuck you need and it's sad because people don't want that shit they literally just don't accept it I've gone up to so many goddamn people in downtown just trying to like give a helping hand and they literally look at me like I'm insane or like maybe they're just too fucked up on drugs to like even understand me coming at them with compassion. I don't know what it is. Maybe they're used to not being noticed, but like when I treat these people as people, they are shocked. I'm just getting on to a bunch of different topics now, but um, yeah, downtown has just like definitely exposed me to a lot of things and a lot of like the pain of society and it gets really fucking overwhelming. So Finley and I leave a lot. It's like, we just try to go on these little like excursions for a few days where we'll go to like Malibu or we'll go to, you know, we just went to Big Bear, which was really impeccable. I mean, we're both like forest people, so we would rather like go there than go to Malibu. Um, So I think we're going to continue doing just like little hiking or camping trips. But yeah, dude, I don't know. Basically what I'm trying to say is I'm looking to move to Oregon within the next year and Finley is as well. And we've already lived together like twice because my fucking AC was broken all of September. Um, for that past month I was living at Finley's and then when he was homeless, um, because of the whole van situation, he basically like was building out a van and then it got towed. 
Um, and that's why he was actually on my first episode of the podcast. I'm doing a lot of retracing over here. I think it's episode like 17 or some shit, but I don't know. Basically we recorded back in like February. I'm pretty sure an episode together, um, when he was living here, because I mean, I would have just recorded it alone, but he was here. So I was like, come in and, you know, talk about shit with me. So that was, yeah, the first time he was ever on the podcast. And then we did another one more recently, um, when I was staying at his and, yeah, so we've basically just already been exposed to living together, and we're looking into living together again, but, like, actually getting a fucking house or some shit together with, like, Larry and a yard, and, um, yeah, just room to grow and play and thrive and not be eaten alive by the city, because, dude, it's just been driving me crazy lately, and, like, I can't just be numb to it anymore like I used to be able to it's just like so much more in the past year um I really really did enjoy and I still do you know there's certain things about downtown that I do enjoy and I don't have a car so it's definitely easy to walk around and do that but then you it comes with all of the the bullshit of catcalling and all of that kind of stuff and it's just like there are places out there that don't have this kind of pain in them and um yeah it's also just mad expensive too like I know that we could find like a fucking two-bedroom for like less than what I'm paying for a studio here you know in Oregon or some shit so basically what I'm trying to say is if you are listening to this and you live in Oregon, let me know where you live and why you like it because we're looking at like Eugene and kind of around that area in general. I really like Eugene. I've had a couple friends who have lived there. We were also looking at Ashland for a little bit and then we were like, uh, nah, never mind. Um, I had a friend who lived there and was like, no, it's just I had to move out. And I think he went to like Bend instead. So Bend is also an option as well. We don't really want to live in like Portland, like in the city or anything. We want to live in more like the country ish area with just, you know, more greenery, more forest, all that kind of good stuff. So yeah, I'm just blah, blah, blabbering on over here, but I'm going to play another song now. Um, actually yesterday I made a video that's on my channel now called I Stop Shaving and this is how I feel because about a month and a half ago I stopped just like shaving my body hair and I just made a video kind of reflecting on all of the stuff that made me want to do that and how I feel now doing it and like, you know, just weird judgment from other people that you're going to have to deal with if you do do it and um, just everything all encompassing. But um, there's this part of this song called Love Me or Hate Me by Lady Sovereign where she's like, I got hairy armpits, but I don't walk around like this. And like in the music video, she has her arms up and shit. Um, but anyways, I'm going to play that song now. It's called Love Me or Hate Me. And um, it's just like a self-love anthem, you know? And it's such a TBT and a bop. So I hope you enjoy. Okay. Sorry for my like long ass vent sesh in this. I mean, I'm just spilling all of the tea in this podcast today. I hope you guys are here for it. I love you. Thank you for listening. Here's Lady Sovereign. Yeah, it's officially the biggest midget in the game. I don't know. Love me, I hate me, that is the question If you love me, then fuck 
sovereign is you know i don't know if she's still making music but that shit came out in 2006 dude oh my god how old was i in 2006 nine i guess wow i was nine just jamming to that self-love anthem and i didn't even know it Oh, what an icon she was. I literally have all of these distinct ass memories of me being with like my childhood best friend Kiki and her family and listening to shit like Cassie's Me and You song and like Two Step and like all that kind of stuff with all my neighborhood friends. So funny. Oh, I love tunes like that. Honestly, let's play Me and You by Cassie because she is also a queen and this song is fucking iconic. Okay, here we go. Oh, 
to listen to shit like that back and be like wow I was really like nine or ten when that song came out and I was singing every single lyric and had no idea what what I was even singing you know if you go back and listen to that song you realize it's it's very sexual I don't know why it was all over the radio but very funny Um, I love just thinking about just what I grew up on and all of my neighborhood besties and like just spending summers at the pool, hanging out. And when you had to call your your best friend's house phone just to hang out with them or go and knock on their door and be like, can Kiki come play? Like that was literally me, dude. I had my friend's house phone numbers memorized and would call them like every day after school. What a time to be alive being a young kid. Oh wow, how the times have changed. Wow, speaking of which, I was listening to this podcast. I was raving about this podcast on Snapchat. If you guys have me at it, it's at Meggie Hugh, M-E-G-G-I-E-H-U-G-H. If you guys want to watch my snap stories, but I was basically just recommending this podcast to you guys called Hidden Brain. It's on NPR, National Public Radio, and um, you can find it on iTunes and stuff like that. Side note, I still haven't heard back from iTunes 
iTunes on if they're going to put Souls at Sundown up on there. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. But as for Hidden Brain, it's definitely my new favorite podcast. It's very educational and great. Um, And they had this one episode about nostalgia and how um, kind of in like the World War eras, it was seen as like a disease for people. And they would literally like send soldiers home because they were suffering from nostalgia um, because of their families and, you know, and the, the women that they missed and, and stuff like that. So they would send, they would send men home and be like, you are not fit for being part of this. You need to be contained somewhere, you know? And, um, now nostalgia is like all over Tumblr. It's just pretty relatable because it's a normal ass feeling. It's not a disease. And it's actually the, the episode was just talking about how it's healthy for, for humans to feel this emotion. Um, so yeah, I love when I get nostalgic, man. It's, it's a pretty great feeling, but, um, yeah, if you guys want to listen to Hidden Brains podcast, if you dig mine, I'm sure you'll dig theirs. It's super educational. And I always just, learn a bunch of new shit. They were also talking a little bit about how um, Donald Trump based his whole campaign slogan around nostalgia. I don't know if you guys ever realized that, but like, make America great again, in his words, you know? He's referring back to a time where he thinks America used to be great, and it struck a chord for a lot of older conservatives and people like that who would obviously give their vote to a slogan like that. So just super interesting episode. If you guys want to listen to it, um, I would definitely suggest that. But um, I'm going to change topics now because I don't like to get on the topic of Trump. Quite frankly, it stresses me out. But I do want to talk about something a little more lighthearted, aka a new album that came out as of today from one of my favorite artists ever, Nako Bear. Um, He has an album out that he released today, his first like solo project. He, I mean, he's part of a band called Nako and Medicine for the People who have made a lot of albums in the past together. But like I said, this is his first solo thing. So the album is called My Name is Bear. You can go and listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, I'm sure, wherever. Um, And it's just so beautiful. I mean, he makes really like spiritually um, enlightening music and just very, it's like homey feeling for me. It's so, so magnificent. So um, I'm going to play a new song off of his album called Susanna and it's just so so freaking lovely. I was walking around town to it this morning just cranking it up so I couldn't hear anybody catcalling and screaming things into the abyss and it was just uh, it's a really lovely tune. I hope you guys enjoy. Okay. Coastal waters, an ocean for to see. 
fucking beautiful is that ballad right there i mean just such open honesty that's my favorite thing that people can add to music is just their own story that can only be told through their lyrics and their words fuck people who don't write their own music and just like spew out some random stuff from whatever record label they're assigned to whatever writer wrote it for them and like they just don't care about their music like i cannot get behind shit like that you know and recently this throughout this year i've really just stopped listening to as much like toxic rap music because i started actually hearing the lyrics and being like oh fuck like what am i supporting by listening to this you know it's just very 
it's pretty fucked up the the things that some rappers will will say and write about and it's not like I don't enjoy listening to to rap music anymore I mean like I grew up on hip-hop I'm from Atlanta like I'm used to trap music and that is like when I think about high school I think about like going to parties and listening to that shit and like loving it so much and it's not like there isn't good rap out there like there definitely is and I'm not trying to like categorize all rap at all but there definitely is a whole lot of toxic bullshit out there so I've just been trying to distance myself from that as well and just return to more like rooted music (laughs) you know what I mean um and I just think that song is so fucking beautiful I love how he's like um you're my greatest adventure yet but I'm only passing through at the end there like just really commending their love and being like this was really lovely but I I can't stay and I can't be here because I'm a traveler and you know I'm a drifter and I I go and I tour and I make music and I I can't you know continue something that's forever here and I think that a lot of people have this idea that love is forever and it's it's what causes a lot of pain and love is thinking that somebody is gonna be there for you know forever and forever and ever and it's just it's not ideal and it's very unhealthy to like keep that idea in your mind um and I think you should just like cherish every moment that you have with somebody and just like know that I mean somebody's gonna die you know (laughs) like that's what it comes to yo and speaking of which oh my god let me read you guys this poem my thoughts are just flowing so well together today um I've been reading this poetry book from Rupi Carr who's one of my favorite poets she wrote Milk and Honey and now has her second book out that's called The Sun and Her Flowers and you guys know I'm obsessed with sunflowers so obviously I had to check out her second body of work and it's brought me to tears numerous times over and over again And there's this poem on page 175 that I read last night and literally just burst into tears because it's just incredible. So here we go. I'm going to read it to you guys really quick. The most important conversations we'll have are with our fingers. When yours nervously graze mine for the first time during dinner, they'll tighten with fear when you ask to see me again next week. But as soon as I say yes, they'll stretch out and ease. When they grasp one another while we're beneath the sheets, the two of us will pretend we're not weak in the knees. When I get angry, they'll pulse with bitter cries, but when they tremble for forgiveness, you'll see what apologies look like. And when one of us is dying on a hospital bed at 85, your fingers will grip mine to say things words can't describe. And it's called fingers. Oh, I'm getting choked up just reading that shit. It means so much. Poetry strikes such a chord with me and I personally relate to so much of it. Um, but Finley just doesn't understand it that much because there's like a lot of inferring that you have to do with a lot of people's poems, um, especially when they're super short, but they hold like so much meaning to the writer that um, you can't necessarily like always understand. It's just very hard for him to like wrap his head around it and get it, but he's trying and I love him for that. But yeah, sometimes when I just like read him stuff, he'll be like, I don't get it. And I'm like, oh fuck, I'm crying but you don't get it. So yeah, it's just funny to see how like poetry um, 
translates for some, some people in their lives. So if it strikes a chord with you, I would definitely suggest getting The Sun and Her Flowers because I like it a lot better than Milk and Honey. I mean, I loved Milk and Honey, don't get me wrong, but um, this is really just, it goes through the process of a flower. So basically it's sectioned off through wilting, falling, rooting, rising, and blossoming. And it's kind of the story of self and of love and relationships and sexual abuse as well. There's a really, really fucking important piece in here that brought me to tears um, when she spoke out about her sexual abuse. Um, and that just really struck a chord with me. And I was weeping. I had Finley read it because I couldn't read it to him. And he was weeping. And, you know, that's that's shit that, that really means something. So, um, yeah, man, I just, I think that you guys should go and get the book. And I'm going to stop talking about it now because I talk about it every damn day, basically, on my fucking Snapchat. Um, but yeah, definitely go and pick that up at your local Barnes Noble, baby. Okay, what should I play next, kids? What are we thinking, huh? Maybe a little bit of Mod Sun. Should I throw a little bit of that in there? He had this song come out this year. I'm pretty excited because on his like Instagram story, he's been posting a lot of new music and just previews and shit. And um, this year he released a song called Happy BB and it's so cute. I love it. And I mean, if I'm being fully transparent with you guys, like you, if you know me, you know that I like grew up on Mod Sun and I really, really loved his shit. But this last album movie like didn't do it for me. I liked like maybe three songs on the album and a lot of them he had sent to me early on. Um, and I just like didn't really vibe with it as I did his earlier shit. Artists change and I get that and I'm not going to love everything that he does. And I'm not trying to be like offensive by saying this at all. It's just the fucking truth. And um, I don't know. I'm just really excited to hear his new shit that he's been working on because from, you know, what I'm hearing on Instagram and shit, it is something that I really like. I really like when he fast raps and is just like really great with his flow. And yeah, so this song is called Happy BB and I hope you enjoy it because it's very good. Okay. Bye. Yeah, whoa, I'm so fucking happy, baby. Yeah, uh, my whole life, everybody told me that I'm fucking crazy. Yeah, hey, on the first day of school, they said, What you wanna be? Boy, I said, Amazing. Hey. <laughs> yeah, used to flip packs in Mankato. Now I whip down Rodeo on the daily. Yeah, I've been vibing, I've been vibing. I ain't even fucking trying. Yeah, drop that. Watch. Just what I thought. You can still feel the vibe when there ain't nothing even gone. I, I don't even gotta talk. I let my energy do that for me. Fuck with a compliment, fuck with critique. Sometimes I feel like once I went to sleep, I never woke up, I'm just stuck in a. Dream the last night I ran off. Went straight to NASA and blast off. I'm moving faster than NASCAR. Skirt, 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 skirt. What you think about the way I'm making everything work? What you think about the way I keep it so down to earth? And I'm about to be this way until they put me in the dirt. I don't keep it undercover. I came from the suburbs. Where we all love earth. And we pay top dollars. Cold when a hot. 
summer Some think it's a bummer But I've never been a sucker I'm a real life lover If she got the bad vibes Then I'm probably gonna talk her Cause I'm a happy baby Yeah uh, my whole life, everybody told me that I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, hey, on the first day of school, they said, What you wanna be? Boy, I said, Amazing. Hey. <laughs> yeah, used to flip packs of Mankato, now I whip down Rodeo on the daily. Yeah, I've been vibing, I've been vibing, I ain't even fucking trying. Yeah. Dude, when I listened to that song back, I I did have a couple observations to make, okay? So this is this wasn't on his last album, but this is like the sound he's kind of like evolved into from like what I had grown up on and like known him as. Um, and keep in mind, I've been to like six fucking Mod Sun shows. Like him live is an incredible performance. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, but there's like a new wave of hip hop right now with like Lil Yachty coming in and all these other people who have that kind of, it's it's just that voice that's like, yeah, like he did it in that song. And like, <laughs> I think that's the shit that I'm not necessarily like a fan of, but at the same time I get it. And like, I get that he's trying to just like make his own way in the hip hop industry and like keep his own shit and like just have a twist on other people's as well but I just love when people just stay true to you know what they what they do really well and so when he got into that fast flow in there I was like fuck yes like you're so good at this what the fuck but I'll stop analyzing it now I'm just stupid excited to hear um what else he has coming out soon also I when I searched for that song in my library I found two other songs that I want to play with happy in the name because I literally just searched happy and then Mac Miller's song called happy came up so I'm gonna play that next followed by Paramore's song called fake happy so yeah What you all been waiting for, ain't it? Talking y'all, wasting y'all hatred. Shit. I'm just happy that I made it. I'm just happy that I made it. Yeah. It's what you all been waiting for, ain't it? Talking y'all, wasting y'all hatred. Shit. I'm just happy that I made it. I'm just happy that I made it. Coming live from the Berlin the first time. Know what it is for you. Hear the words rhyme, chosen one, the coldest, so focused, host dopeness. And you know I'm from the PA, PGH, where all the we blaze, where they work three jobs, no free days. Yo, Tree J, look what we made and where we came from. So let them say something and let them hate us. And nothing changed up, forever came up, we made it. Let a motherfucker go say shit, one for the ages. It's one for the ages, it's outrageous, spectacular. How I use a vernacular to rap the words, slap the backwards, shit has to hurt. Hit a home run, then come back first, yeah. Backstage, no passes work. When a light skinned bitch get her ass twerk, yeah. This is the work of a master person. But it sound like Catholic Church, goddamn Who the man with the high hand? They go nuts when I drop jams I shake it up like a pop can But I'm doing numbers like a motherfucking rock band Yeah, won't stop till I'm the motherfucking greatest Get a motherfucking greatest Get a motherfucking greatest Get a motherfucking greatest And I won't be not everybody's favorite Not everybody's favorite But I won't stop till I'm the motherfucking greatest Get a motherfucking greatest That's what you all been waiting for, ain't it? Talking y'all, wasting y'all hatred me? 
just happy that I made it. Happy that I finally made it. Yeah, it's what you all been waiting for, ain't it? Talking y'all, wasting y'all hatred. Me, I'm just happy that I made it. Take it back to the basics. Yeah, here, face this.
fuck yeah. Shout out to Haley Williams from Paramore because she's incredible. Shout out to Mac Miller because he is the goat, in my opinion. He's literally one of my favorite rappers of all time. He's gone through so many fucking phases. And one of these days, I'm probably going to dedicate an entire episode to him because I love him that goddamn much. And I have been following him since I was like 13. So I feel like I just have seen him really grow as an artist. And I'm going to play uh, two unreleased tracks from him, one called Her and one called Salamander. I basically, um, I'm subscribed to this channel on YouTube and it's called Slutton FTW Music. So S-L-U-T-T-O-N-F-T-W Music on YouTube. Channel's got like almost 60K subscribers and he releases so many unreleased tracks or just like not well-known tracks from Mac Miller, Earl Sweatshirt, Vince Staples, like a bunch of my fucking favorite rappers. So if you guys care for stuff like that, definitely go and subscribe to that channel on YouTube so you can get some new shit. But yeah, I found both of these songs through um, that channel. So I'm going to play her and then I'm going to play Salamander, both by Mac Miller. Enjoy, kids. Coolest bitch in town. Oh, I just want to taste. You keep me wide awake and haven't slept in days. I disconnect from everybody because I'm here with you. The love is spiritual. Baby, you a miracle. You make me so happy I could whistle. Then you leave me stuck in the middle. Nobody understand the feeling that you give me. You my vacation. Sex is medication. I'm waiting for the day when you're on mine. Please don't blow my high. Baby, you got me feeling a high I've never known And every time you come around I don't want you to go Cause you're so good to me And you're so bad to me I'll never know Why you make me feel so dirty? Why you make me worry? Feeling down, need you right now. Can you hurry, hurry? Fast as a Kentucky Derby. Girl, I need to pick me up. Pick me up. And baby, can you be my architect? Show me how it all connect. Why you playing hard to get? 
I met her in Miami, had a bad reputation, but she tasted like candy. Candy, candy, candy. Sometimes I wish that no one never introduced us. You started as a new crush, but now I love you too much. Too much. I love her when she pure. The world give her poison, I just love her when she hurt. She baby, you got me feeling the how I don't know. And every time you come back round, I don't Cause you're so good to me And you're so bad to me I'll never know If the highs or the low Alright, before this next song Salamander plays, I just want to let you guys know that I know this song is fucking stupid, okay? But just listen to it for the comedic value, okay? That's all I'm gonna say. I hope you enjoy it. This song is pretty fucking dumb, but it's a banger. Okay. Funk master flex night. Yeah. Yo, put your hands up if you feel like you a salamander. Salamander. You ain't no human. You a salamander. Salamander. I'm on Red Bull. Put your hands up if you feel like like you a motherfucking form of energy. Whoa. Electron. Whoa. These bones Whoa. just keeping it all Whoa. together. Whoa. Be you full of spirits. Whoa. Look, Whoa. uh, American born. Welcome to my stomping grounds in Point Breeze, where I used to walk around my father's house. Oh. Older brother used to always say I was adopted. Convinced I'm a Russian foster child. My family forgot about. Damn. Curious toddler, such imagination. imagination. Didn't have the patience to be top of the class at my graduation. Little pervert, infatuated with masturbation. Couldn't wait to bust a nut. Watching porn in love with sluts. Rusty trumpets and such. Disgusting sleazy shit. Twelve-year-old sexual deviant got my penis looked in seventh grade uh-huh. thought i was a man now uh-huh. couldn't understand how my parents still thought i was a little kid okay. i had the mind of a hundred nine year old elder man the passion of the christ and the memory of an elephant Whoa. used to wonder all about heaven and hell witness death at a young age i said to myself we all mortals Whoa. we leave this world into eternal life other kids at different religions wonder which person's right worry about your fate no separation of church and state you be good Never break the law, you'll see the pearly gates Fuck philosophical, back to the diabolical Binoculars couldn't see my skills, I'm way too ill for that I feel my raps will be underrated and underappreciated Until I plow, blow my brains out I need to stop paying attention to opinion shit I'd rather be the pen that come and sign your death certificate Kill your career if you just give me a year The X Factor, whip my dick out, give Britney the spear Got some shit for your ears, it's something to be excited about Here to give you industry critics some shit to write about Me or you, who got the nicer house You got a daughter of age, might have to pipe her now If Sean Price is Mike Tyson now I might as well turn my life around and check these fools like Nike Town. Yep. What would have happened if Lance had never biked him out? I was blind, but I'm seeing like a psychic now. Uh-huh. I know the future like Atlanta. Atlanta. I knock it out Atlanta. the park like my name was Joey Randa. Ball like what? Miguel Cabrera okay. or Garcia Paracel, okay. the French Riviera in my camera panorama. Woo. 
this radiation, sample the gamma. gamma. I look like money, Willie Whips looks like a panda. Word, sinister, administer bits of comic life. You bullshitting, homie, go and get your economics money. right. How many MCs wanna come and test me? My technique, weaving through this traffic on my jet ski. Don't be mad, I'm way better. Looks can be deceiving, and my raps are so friendly. Oh, they're so nice. Oh, yes, my raps are so friendly. So polite. How many MCs wanna come and test me? My technique, weaving through this traffic on a jet ski. Hey, you suck my I know that looks can be deceiving, and my raps are so friendly. Very nice. So you MCs, commend me. Please, tell me I'm good. Makes me feel better. With your little make pretend steez. Yeah, you ain't real. You bend knees, and then D's. Nuts are in your mouth, bitch. Oh, shit. Fucking on your couch, bitch. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Busting on your mother's cumberbutton blouse, bitch. Whoa. Trying to get rid of me. This ain't Auschwitz. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a pound whoa. bitches in their ass like I brown dick. Ooh, ass fucking, ass fucking. You're surrounded. Oh, you surrounded. Do you know of Satan and denounce his doings? Do you? Ruined, I'm out this. Do you? Do you? You don't count my vote, you better count this. Biatch. Before you people come for me because of what I said before about how I don't like to consume rap that's very offensive, I soon realized after the funny part of the beginning of that song that it is very offensive, and he does say some dumbass shit in that. But um, the reason that I still continue to like and support Mac Miller is because of what he has evolved into. I don't know when the fuck that song Salamander came out, but it definitely sounds like his old kind of gibberish flow of nonsense that just makes sense, kind of. Um, and I think that shit is funny. I I don't really find the comments about women funny, but just like the whole general kind of talking out of his ass and making it into a rap. I do find that pretty comical, but I will say that he really like re reinvented himself with his last album. I don't know what he's going to do next, but the last album he put out was called The Divine Feminine. I actually dedicated an entire episode of Souls at Sundown to it because I thought it was so beautiful, such like a wonderful reflection of females and the female body and love for them. And he um, has said in multiple interviews, like he was just tired of writing the same shit about, you know, like fucking women and just getting money basically and so he wanted to just like really dedicate an entire body of work to how he truly feels about the divine feminine so i really respect him for that and i think him like any other person just can admit their faults and you know move on from them as i do myself so that's why i cut him a little bit of slack and i still support his shit um, but with that being said, can I play you guys my favorite song from the Divine Feminine? Because this, I know every word. I mean, it's incredible. It's called Congratulations. It's the intro to the album. And this song means a fucking lot to me. So let's play this, okay? To kind of make up for his idiotic comments. How about that? Divine Feminine, an album by Mac Miller. Oh. 
that right there is an exact representation of why I love the man, the myth, the legend, Mac Miller. Woo! No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, I really do love that man. And that song is just so fucking beautiful. Like it's still sexual, but it's respectful. You know what I mean? And it's just a different vibe. I really love it. I love that album dearly. And heck, uh, let me know if you would listen to an entire episode of Mac Miller tracks, my favorite of his eras. And I can just compile a whole fucking playlist of maybe some characters that he's made of himself that you guys might not know about. He has, you know, Delusional Thomas. He has Larry Levenstein and, you know, just a bunch of other shit. He's just all encompassing. One of my favorite artists for fucking sure. As you can see, I could rave. So maybe next episode will be dedicated to Mac Miller. Let me know, kids, if you would like that. Um, but to end off this this little podcast today, I'm going to play a song by Lana Del Rey. This is my favorite song off of her most recent album, which is called Lust for Life. And this song is called When the World Was at War, We Kept Dancing. And with this... I will leave you guys for the day. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Sold to Sundown. If you did, give me a little like, a little repost on SoundCloud. Um, and yeah, just tune into the next episode in two weeks from now. Every other Friday, baby, I'll be here all up on your SoundCloud. Okay, have a great day. Goodbye.
Yeah.